This is the State of Energy. I'm Rand DeWitt, along with a man who was the inspiration for Kevin Costner's role of Governor John Dutton in Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, His name is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. What's that? How are you? I'm doing well. I did actually get to see the last two episodes last night. It's kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, you have to start watching uh, 1923. That's the uh, latest prequel with Harrison Ford. When's that one coming out? It just uh, just released on Sunday. Oh, nice. Uh, last with the 18th, I should say. Um, you know, hey, some good uh, some good holiday vibes. Yeah. You know, while you're sitting around, you know, watching Yellowstone, wrapping presents or opening presents, <laughs> having some holiday cheer. I mean, you know, we're here freezing, you know, in, in uh, the Southwest and you're in Belize by a pool oh. in a private house with a broadcast box and a bottle of Kirkland along with a Fresca product. Is, wouldn't it be nice if you were able to to go out of the country for, for the holidays and be able to work still at the same time and take take your microphone and your laptop with you? I don't know. I don't even know if that's even possible. I, I, you're basically saying, you're, you, isn't that what you're doing right now? Isn't that everything that you're doing? Tom Clark, wanna, executive director tell everybody with what Rocky doing. Mountain Propane Association in Belize by the pool with a broadcast box and a computer, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, playing, the, uh, playing the role of uh, the governor whisperer. Governors. The governor whisper. Yes, because you fueled We're still some getting stuff done, though. Yeah, you, you fueled some governors to issue executive orders to help people get their needed propane. Yeah, yeah, we did. And, you know, that's something we we needed to talk about um, to the to the general public and, and to the propane retailers out there because there is uh, there is some important stuff going on with with the propane supply and and uh, when you when you see the news of a governor issued, issuing a executive order over uh, propane supply issues some people might might want to panic or hit the panic button or just be curious of, of what's going on and it's nice to be able to have this this show and and this big audience that we have uh, to that, that listens to us that that can help uh, you know settle some of the the rumors or the fears or um, just just get to get that out there the the truth out there to the general public so everybody knows what's going on and a lot of what you've been doing right now is getting ahead of it, making sure it doesn't turn into a full-scale emergency for everyone. Uh, Governor Spencer Cox of the great state of Utah and Governor Mark Gordon of Wyoming. You know Wyoming, where you dump your bodies? Um, Governor Dutton. At the train station. At the train station. Um, you know, you've sent uh, the executive orders to me, and it's impressive. And there's a lot of whereas and now therefore and given under my hand that we won't get into. But uh, in short... Um, this out of the Cowboy State Daily, propane shortages in Wyoming are causing distributors to have to drive much further to get propane supplies, which threatens residents with possible shortages of the heating fuel as well as higher heating costs. And of course, the Arctic blast is rolling through. So uh, Governor Mark Gordon of Wyoming has declared an emergency to help improve propane supplies and issued an emergency order that suspends federal regulations that limit the hours drivers can work. Yeah, and and while now that Wyoming has completed their executive order, uh, Utah kind of followed suit with that. And uh, so what's going on in Wyoming is the recent price spike of the natural gas supply, um, and we and we had to even go back even a little bit further than that, and and let everybody know that propane 
comes from 70% of the propane comes from the natural gas wells. Uh, the, the, and, and Wyoming is a big producer of natural gas. So there's a, a whole bunch of natural gas being produced in Wyoming. And out, out of that comes a lot of propane. And traditionally, propane has always been priced quite a bit higher than natural gas. Uh, so when so when a producer was pulling the natural gas out of the ground, they would send it to a, a separator facility, and that facility would take the the propane and uh, separate it and sell it to propane companies, and they would get a, they would get more money than what their natural gas was worth, and they would put the natural gas in the pipeline, and that would get shipped off to all sorts of facilities. Most of them are in California, Oregon, Washington. Uh, some of it would go down towards Texas. Some of it gets uh, shipped uh, overseas to places like, uh, well, right now, uh, Europe because of the, the conflict in Ukraine. Well, yeah, actually, the propane industry leaders are helping organize aid for Ukraine. It's a great story. Yeah, so that's a, that's a whole nother, a whole nother story. But, but getting down to the bottom of, of the nuts and bolts about this is natural gas at the Opal Wyoming hub has spiked so much. It went from what we would normally see around $2 per million BTUs all the way up to last week. It was $26 for natural gas. That is an extremely high price for natural gas. And, and what, it's not what, a shortage. It's, there's not a shortage. And, and that, so that's one thing. We have so much propane right now that the price of propane was, was fairly low. Like we, we talked about this in, in a couple of weeks ago that, you know, the propane prices, we weren't, we weren't expecting a, a spike in propane prices for this winter because we have so much of it. But the problem is the propane that we have is not where we need it right now. The propane that we have is in underground storage facilities in Utah. So now that the, the natural gas prices have reached a point that's just ridiculously high, the natural gas producers, they go ahead and, and they get a little greedy and they say, well, we're not going to produce any propane right now because that propane is worth more money if we just leave it in the natural gas stream. So basically what happened was come December 1st, they decided to stop making propane at certain natural gas facilities. The facilities that had pipelines that they could just dump this into and make more money. So that, and that didn't take a whole lot of propane out of the system. It, it, it only took, um, about 12 truckloads a day out of out of the system but what that did was means that these trucks got to go further longer distances and fight these winter storms because we've seen so much early cold weather that it's it's just out of out of the norm and with with California's cold weather um even in Seattle Oregon's cold weather they've been consuming a lot more gas than than normal so now these yeah it has been very cold very uh, uncharacteristically cold here in southern california yeah, and it i mean we were like you know we're barely hitting 60 certain days and then i know a lot of people across the country going oh that's so horrible well you know your houses aren't made for upper 30s lower 40s here in southern california and it's not even it's not even that much colder we're, when you talk about like uh four or five six degrees colder than normal that really puts a strain on that natural gas uh, supply points because they they're not used to that and they and they've kind of they've kind of set themselves up for the normal demand 
but you get a, a couple weeks of a cold snap and then and people are begging for the natural gas that they weren't anticipating on using right so so right. So, so long story short natural gas guys are got a little they got a little greedy they left all the propane in the in the pipe and we have to go get propane from different sources. So in order to re- relieve some of those drivers from making bad driving decisions based off of what the government tells them that they can drive. So th- this is where it gets a little this is where it gets a little muddy. And people think that um, that this these relief of hours of service means that a truck driver is going to drive when he's super tired and it's going to be dangerous. But in fact, it does the opposite. So imagine this. You're sitting there ready to go to work and it's going to start snowing soon. So you decide, you know what, I want to beat this la traffic because there's a snowstorm coming and i'm going to get up a little early and drive to work so that i am out of this this weather imagine you're sitting at home but you can't get in your car and drive away because the government told you you need to rest for one more hour yeah that's ridiculous there's no common sense which part it's that it's going to snow in la well i was going to touch on that but i was like (laughs) let it ride actually it did it snowed in huntington beach last week it did for about did fifteen really? minutes at like four o'clock in the morning, but well, it did. Well, this is the this is the real live. This is these are real situations that drivers get themselves into. So you're you're sitting there thinking about getting up early and beating a storm, or you want to drive a little bit further before you take your break because if you take your break right now, there's going to be a storm come up behind you. And, and these, these government rules about when a driver needs to be able to, to leave or when he needs to stop driving are, are they're, they're not really designed for this regional type driver who's, who's hauling product to, um, these shorter distances to even to people's homes. So I think these rules were really designed for guys that, uh, were hauling, I don't know, groceries across the country and, and were, tend to stay in their truck all day long right that was right. that was what these these were intended for not for a propane driver trying to get some some gas to somebody's house uh in front of a storm yeah common sense be damned we're gonna put some blanket rules out there and the, and, and and maybe and these rules are made by a lot of people that don't even understand the dynamic Go yeah ahead. yeah i mean these 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 rules are made for uh, a country you know nationwide but what works uh in one area doesn't always work in the other and the governor's offices know that and they saw that and they they recognized it and they they didn't just uh flip a switch and say oh yeah everything's going to be perfect tomorrow you can drive all day long if you want that's not what that's not what this is this is you you still have to follow the rules uh i mean you you can't be uh, a drowsy driver you're not supposed to uh not never take a break common sense need to yeah you need to but it allows the driver to use their own judgment when it comes to uh taking care of 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 their job on the road and so right now we've got these uh executive orders from wyoming and uh utah what's what about montana idaho yeah so we are we are working um with both those governor's offices right now 
because a lot of propane from Utah goes up into Idaho. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really make sense for them not to jump on board because once you cross those, those borders, then you're back to, um, the, the regular DOT rules and you, you've got to stop and, and rest for 36 hours before you can get your restart. So there's, there's a lot of problems not having this, uh, be able to go across state lines. So we really need, uh, you know, Governor Little's office and uh, Gianforte's office to to step up and, and get those executive orders completed soon. South Dakota, North Dakota uh, have already passed theirs just within the last couple of days. You are listening to the State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. You can find out more about how propane can improve your life by going to thestateofenergy.com. All kinds of great instructions there for you, rebates. Find out where you can get propane near you. Once again, go to thestateofenergy.com. We're also on Instagram, at the State of Energy. And soon, we're going to be having some fun with Twitter because... It's time. It, it is. It is time. Uh, you know, the, 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 the funny thing about uh, the, the Twitter takeover, I guess, <laughs> is everybody was, was so excited uh, to get on board with the electric cars and Elon and, and anti-fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. And, then all, and then all of a sudden he takes over Twitter and things change around a little bit and now everybody's anti-Elon and I've even heard stories of people not wanting to buy a Tesla anymore because Elon bought Twitter. Yeah, the sheeper and full herd effect. It's it's unreal. It's unreal. It's pretty wild, but uh the electric power plant map. Is that where you're going next because this is really trippy. I was going to go uh, down that that rabbit hole. So there's uh there's a there's a a myth out there, I think, that the the electricity just comes out of your wall, right? You just <laughs> you can plug your car in, and you can heat your home with with electricity, and and nobody really seems to know the truth about where that power comes from. And uh, I was trying to put together this natural gas shortage or this natural gas spike in price it's not it's not a shortage but it's a, a price in de, a spike in demand which spiked the price and and then where does our electricity come from so i i took the natural gas pipeline map that goes from wyoming down to california goes to wyoming into idaho oregon washington and then i was able to find that uh electric power plant map that i I sent you. Do you remember how many uh, power plants were were on that map? Three thousand four hundred and seventy-seven. Three thousand four hundred seventy-seven power plants that are coal, natural gas, uh, oil, or some type of biomass, which is basically a all tree. All the fun fossil fuels. <laughs> Cow dung. It was all the fossil fuels. <laughs> Uh, turned into into this electric generation um, power plants. It, it's amazing uh, that this is public information as well. Because I thought, wow, that puts, that's that's a energy security risk if if uh, if you ask me. But well, yeah, especially if you just go back a couple of weeks to what happened in North Carolina, where some oh, people yeah. shot up uh, the substation, and now uh, they're issuing issuing a nationwide warning. 
that more of these attacks are possible. It, it's bizarre that there's there's so much information available that all you got to do is, is look into it. But my point is there's 3,477 little power plants that, and some of them are big, but they create uh, electricity using fossil fuels. And if you tra- if you track the the natural gas pipeline map, it follows to all these places because they need they need their their fuel, right? So, uh, is it environmental? Do you think that they're just they've got the path? Well, the, there's there's so many pipelines in this country. It's if you look at the pipeline map, there are tens of thousands of pipelines going absolutely everywhere and and we need it like we're you're not going to get away from not using gas it, if you think you're going to just buy an electric truck or an electric car and you're never going to need gasoline ever again you still need all those plastics and all the the materials that it takes which is all fossil fuel driven and, and you still need the gas to be able to produce the electricity to charge your car. Well, yeah, I mean, and energy security is something that we talk about quite frequently and how propane can be an amazing answer for propane security. Also, uh, you know, pricing. So, you know, folks aren't going broke. Um, and, and what's happening right now, it, it's causing such a ripple effect. It, it's almost like, I don't know, sometimes I just, I feel like people are fighting against propane just because... Th- it's kind of they think it's oh it's just a fossil fuel well wait a minute yeah wait a minute wait a minute let's let's dive in on exactly what propane is how clean it is how affordable how abundant and let's separate that from what you think drilling for crude is well and if you talk about the energy security part about propane right now with with the electric grid being pretty vulnerable and then you take the natural gas grid which is feeding the electric grid. You, if, if something happened to the, the natural gas pipeline systems or what we're seeing right now with a, a spike in demand and then the prices dro- jump up mm-hmm. by two or three or 400%, what do you think the price of your electricity is going to do with these prices of natural gas spiking? Oh, yeah. I mean, good luck, folks. Yeah, they're gonna go. They're gonna go through through the roof. And with propane, you can you can have that energy security where you're not relying on an electric grid. You're not relying on a pipeline system. And we've got plenty of propane in different different facilities all across the country, either underground or above ground propane storage facilities. And you could have put your own storage at your own house. So, so for you, uh, I don't know how much natural gas you use, but, but at your house, you probably don't have to heat it much, but you use it for hot water. You could use it for cooking. Mm -hmm. You could use it for heating if you needed to probably need to heat your pool up. I'm sure. Yeah. So, so, so I'm, trying to, I'm trying to live up to your expectations, Tom. So you, so you wouldn't really need a whole lot of propane, but if you had, you know, a couple thousand gallons of, of propane at your house, you, you could survive all year long, I'm sure, or maybe multiple years without having to worry about, um, the, the price or, or the supply issues. And that's what's so and also propane can make an 18 pound Turkey. Yeah, and here here we you're coming up towards Christmas, uh, New Year's. What is it that you're going to be eating uh, for this holiday season? Turkey. 
I've got this amazing uh, propane air fryer that a friend of mine sent me from the great state of Utah, <laughs> and it, it, it's it's a game changer. Well, if folks, if you've never tried this before, you have to. And if we if we now that we know what a turducken is, I, you know, I got a lot of <laughs> I got a lot of, uh, of comments about that. Uh, even even my friend Steve from Missouri Propane Association says, "I can't believe you didn't know what a turducken was." And I thought, man, I'm from Utah. I don't, we don't normally stuff ducks and turkeys well i was in remember I, over thanksgiving i was in hawaii so i had turpigan <laughs> how'd that turn out for you guys uh you know what it, uh, it everything in hawaii is just better i'm sorry it just is <laughs> it just is um and then we've also stuff got stuff going down um going on at the panama canal right now yeah so so we talk about all this energy security that's that's going on uh, there's a lot of ships that that are trying to provide natural gas for Europe, and and we've been reporting on this a little bit here and there. The problem with the the natural gas supplies is there these ships are stuck trying to get unloaded. They're waiting in line to get unloaded uh, to get to get back to the States, to get reloaded, to keep feeding Europe because of the uh, issues with Ukraine and, and Russia. And it, if, if, we, if we didn't have that, that problem going on right now, we would have a whole bunch of natural gas for Southern California, for Oregon and Washington that we wouldn't need, uh, we wouldn't have these price, these price spikes going on. And I don't think that this is going to, this is going to end anytime soon. This isn't going to be over in a couple weeks. This is going to last all winter long and probably go out in, into the springtime. But there's these ships um, are piling up all over the place. And you see it even at the, the Panama Canal there. It's taken them two or three weeks waiting in line just to get a chance to go through a, an eight hour, 12 hour uh, process there. And so and, and the whole crew has to stay on the boats while this is going on or the ships, I should say. Yes. While this is happening. So it, uh, if, if you've been if you've been following up on that at all, uh, some of these these ships that are trying to get. Uh, you know, through through there, and they they they're not just delivering gas or propane or or natural gas. They're they're they got all sorts of goods on them right now. So there's there you'll probably again see a whole nother supply chain issue with with all sorts of stuff coming up. Now, um, what I was going to ask you about here is if you happen to see the uh, most amazing cartoon of the week. Have you seen that one? No, you got to you got to no, share that it, one with me. It's it's President Biden uh, looking in his Christmas stocking, and uh, there's just a note from Santa saying, "Nothing in here due to lack of coal." <laughs> so paint that picture for yourself. <laughs> we we need we need some coal. We need some natural gas. We need we need propane. We need to keep this country going, and and, and it takes a lot. And it, you just can't flip a switch and say we're going to stop drilling. Uh, because there's going to be some magic, uh, you know, so, some some type of cold fusion that's going to pop up tomorrow and save the world. Well, I mean, so in short, <laughs> you saw you saw that article, yes. right? <laughs> cold cold fusion, cold fusions going to save save the world. I mean, that, we've been talking that that came out in the in the 80s from I think it was either BYU or something said they were going to save the world with cold fusion, and it was. 
it was all a hoax. And that's back when they were, you know, people were still, you know, eating Pop Rocks and drinking soda. It was, it was all back to the future, uh, you know, unicorns and butterflies. So now in general, this episode of the State of Energy, we're, we're letting people know that we have plenty of propane. It's just more logistically challenging with the uh, national gas, natural gas, uh, greedy... B words. Is that what you used in that note that you sent me? Well, yeah, look, there's plenty of there's plenty of propane to go around. There's plenty of propane in this country. It's just located in some more difficult spots to get it because the natural gas guys got a little greedy and decided to leave some of the propane in their natural gas pipelines when normally in the middle of December they would be shipping that stuff out to us all the time um yeah and it's unfortunate and i i hope i hope there is some re- repercussions f- for them for doing this um and we'll, we'll see how that we'll see how this unfolds but but the propane industry is dedicated to keeping our consumers full of propane and that's going to happen for sure that is tom clark executive director with rocky mountain propane association mr tom i wish you and your family a very awesome holiday season down there in belize thank you sir and uh, I, I hope and i wish you guys the best too yeah we'll do our best here in southern california to stay warm we're, we're doing what we can <laughs> we are always online at the state of energy.com. <laughs> <laughs>